0: Welcome inside episode 687 of the Locked On Senators podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba, alongside Brandon Piller up in the Blue Mountains In the Ottawa Senators win streak is over before it starts. They lose 5-2 last night to the Los Angeles Kings.
1: And it's a Wednesday episode, so we got to send Central Citizen for you. And today it's Zach, who's going to have boots on the
0: ground down in Dallas. And through all the clouds, there's a glimmer of hope. Oscar Pedersen has been named to Team Sweden. We'll tell you what that means and more. And it's all brought to you by Farm to Fork. Visit farm2forkdelivery.ca to today to taste the Farm to Fork difference. That's Farm two number two, Fork difference. You'll never go back to grocery store meats. This is the Locked On Senators Podcast. It's your team every day. you for making Locked On Senators your first listen on this Wednesday, December 7th. The show is free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube, where the best way you can help the show grow is to like every video by clicking the thumbs up and subscribing to the Locked On Senators channel. The road to 5,000 continues. Be a friend, tell a friend and tell a friend about Farm 2 Fork. We just made our first delivery order. We're fired up to get some steaks on the grill. Pillsy, it'll distract me. From the pain I felt watching the start of that game last night.
1: The LA Kings put the Sens on the grill in the first two minutes of this game it like Ross, and they were frying them up quickly. It was two nothing. Before I even sat down with my first thing, I was like, okay, well, well the game's over. I went fridge too soon and I didn't get back to the couch, and now the sends are down two nothing. And it was a bad start. And when you start that poorly, there's not much you can do up against. Decent teams. And I kind of mentioned in yesterday's episode, I thought this was a beatable team. Well, the Ottawa Senators are not having much luck up against backups or even third stringers. Phoenix Copley coming in, playing his first NHL game. And he shuts the door on the Sens here because it's not like the Sens got outshot or completely dominated, right? Like they just got off to a bad start. Copley kind of shuts the door, plays a good game, and the Senators are reeling. They give up multiple power plays. The Kings cash in on them, and that's kind of the story
0: of this game. Yeah, the second period was actually the Senators' worst. Only 12 shot attempts, gave up 19, but really, this one was over when you look at the stat line in goal. Five goals on 14 shots, Pilsy. That's just simply not going to get it done.
1: No, it isn't. And I, I think I liked the approach of the players and the coach after the game. I mean, Brady, he didn't mince words. He said, there's no excuse. It's unacceptable. And reporters are trying to get him to come up with some kind of excuse. And he's like, no, I don't I don't know why this happened. It's not acceptable. I need to get the guys uh, going better and we need to do better. So that's exactly what this is, because Camp Talbot had been playing well for the Ottawa centres in most of his starts other than... The, the handful of games that he's been pulled in, it's really gotten away from him here. And I think they should have started Forsberg in this game. And Forsberg, he was excellent. He got, has 14 saves on 14 shots. He shuts the door once he takes over for Cam Talbot. But at that point, Ross, it's already 5-1. And uh, sure, we've heard it was 5-1 before, but these LA Kings are no Toronto Maple Leafs. You're not going to get that same opportunity here.
0: I tried putting that out into the universe last night. You got to try. I tweeted out going into the second intermission. It is 5-1. And then it was 5-1. Space, space. Now it's 5-2. But it ended there. Both goals by Ottawa were scored on the power play. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing. Like The good news is the power play is clicking unbelievably over the last stretch of games. 40% since their, what? (laughs) I don't want to call it a streak because it's not. They win two, lose one, win two, lose another. So uh, we'll see how that continues here going forward because, hey, if they win two, lose one for the rest of the season, it's going to be better than what we've seen so far leading up to where they're at right now, which is second last in the Eastern Conference. But the power play looks good. However, at even strength, and Laleem's Martian grabbed that graphic from TSN last night, the second line just hasn't produced any goals, let alone at even strength when – they're struggling. The bottom nine is struggling at even strength. Everyone not named Giroux, Stutzlin, Kachuk needs to be better offensively with five on five. That's the thing. Like, it's it, it's so frustrating because you're like, oh, nice, the power play
1: is clicking. We knew this team was going to have kind of um, a high firepower uh, man advantage. That's the way it's set up. But you can't be completely flat on the five on five and e- even strength. Like... There needs to be some pushback here. And Ross, I don't know about you, but it just seemed like it was too easy for the Kings to score. I mean, the first goals are scored by Matt Roy and Mikey Anderson. Who? <laughs> like these are not only kind of not household names, but they're defensemen and they're not offensive defensemen. Like these are guys that are not used to getting goals this easily. And it happens in succession real quickly to start this game off. So If the Ottawa Senators are going to have any chance of getting to that win-two-lose-one dream that you uh, dreamed up there, Ross, they're going to have to be a lot more consistent, and they have to come out
0: of the gates better than that. Yeah, they really do. They'll have an opportunity in Dallas. 8.30 Eastern Time start tomorrow night. We'll have a preview episode tomorrow. We also are hoping to have Claire Hanna on tomorrow's show, so stay tuned for that. And if you missed any of the postcasts, of course, that's available for you on demand on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. It's been overwhelming. I just mentioned it a couple times, like, hey, if you could leave a five star review on Apple, it goes a long way, helps the algorithm, shoots us up the charts, yep. as we like to see. And it's amazing how many of you came to action on that call. So thank you very much. Keep them coming; they do go a long way. Steal your partner's phone, steal your dad's phone, your mom's phone, and. <laughs> Just throw in a couple words. It doesn't even have to be words, but the five-star really does help us out. All right, Pilsy, now that you've had some time to sleep on last night's game, are you looking at this in a vacuum? Like, hey, that was a, a bad performance. We've seen some bad performances this year. Or or maybe that's even worded pro- improperly because you mentioned how they had more shots. They carried more play. They but won the
1: face-off battle. The, the power play was
0: good. Like, geez. But the results just aren't there. However, in the last 13 games, this is a 500 team. They're 6-6-1 six, six, in their last 13 games. Is that enough improvement for you based on the fact they only won four out of their first 12 games?
1: It is enough improvement. And I, I mean, we're we're setting a fairly low bar to step over. You don't even have to jump really, but...
0: You're tippy-toe.
1: Yeah, it, it's better. It's better than what we were dealing with at the start of the season. and And that's the thing. Like, the start of the season was... Roller coaster, like it was, it was a bit of a dip to start the two games. Then it was a, all the way up with the four straight wins at home. We were at the home opener,
0: hey, the
1: Swayman game. It was, uh, it was crazy, and then it's all the way back down. So this at least I can handle the uh, the little ebbs and flows a little bit better than the ups and downs. And this is such loser talk, but if you're gonna drop an egg like that, you want it to be up against a Western Conference team, so. I, am, I, am I mad or furious or dejected by this game? No. I'm disappointed like the fathers will. They, they won't be angry. They'll be disappointed. But th- this one doesn't really kind of put me in sad boy pillsy mode here. I'm, I'm doing all right. And it's another, another chance up against another strong Western team here tomorrow night. And that's going to be a big test as the Dallas Stars have really been clicking this, uh, this season.
0: And then Saturday afternoon, 30 p.m. start in Nashville. The Preds will be without Ryan McDonough yep. and Mark borvietsky who's still recovering from that scary incident earlier on this season. Heck, their next three games, four if you include last game, are all, five if you include the Sharks, are yep. all Western Conference teams. They play the Ducks on the 12th. Give me those
1: Ducks. Give me the Ducks again.
0: That better be a get-right game because December 14th, Next Wednesday, one week today, it's finally here. The first meeting of the season between the Ottawa Senators and Montreal <laughs> Canadiens. However, it was okay getting that break because they played, what, 18 times it felt like between rookie tournament and preseason. But I'm, I'm ready for the Habs. I'm ready for the Habs next Wednesday. So let's get these Western Conference teams out of the way. Feel good against Anaheim. That's a must must win.
1: I think we can label that a must-win. Because if you lose, like, what what's going on here? <laughs>
0: yeah, the bad hockey team, the Anaheim Ducks. But, hey, Very much bad. else was supposed to be a bad hockey team. They won again last night. They're a team that's the three points out of a playoff spot. It's almost like Freaky Friday. The Habs record is what Ottawa fans were hoping and thought yeah. their record would be. Now, albeit they played one more game than Ottawa. But still, it's, it's kind of sad to see where they're at. However, and then you look at it. And, and this isn't even digging deep. The Senators goal differential minus six. And That's including a, th- a three goal loss last night. Montreal's is minus 12. Twice as many goals allowed versus goals scored than Ottawa. But it doesn't matter at the end of the day. It's a results driven business. The only thing that matters is that point total. The Ottawa Senators are, are failing again. Last in the Atlantic division. Dead last.
1: I got nothing to say to that, Ross. That is just very disappointing.
0: Yes, disappointing. You know what always picks up my spirits, though? Hearing from fans, as we do each and every Wednesday on Locked On Senators. So let's get to our Send Central citizen. But first, Pilsy, today's episode is brought to you by...
1: Something that always boosts my mood as well, Ross. Premium meats on the grill. And not only that... I like it even better when I don't even have to leave the house. And that is the beauty of farm-to-fork delivery because you can get premium meats delivered right to your door. It's super easy. Don't worry about that freezing cold weather in Winnipeg, Ross. You just sit there on your couch, a couple clicks on your computer, and you got steaks arriving right at your door. And the best part is these steaks are flash frozen right off the butcher table, so you know they're going to be fresh and also they come individually vacuum sealed raw so maybe let's say rachel's not coming in you're like oh i'm just going to want to cook one nice steak for myself that's fine just pull one steak out of the freezer they got so many good cuts when you're looking at the website as ross has pulled up on youtube they got ribeyes they got sirloins and hey if you're feeling crazy, they got three-pound tomahawk steaks. Also, they got everything. If you like chicken, I'm a chicken guy. You guys know that. They got lots of great options there. And they have wild-caught seafood. You need to go to farm2forkdelivery.ca to look at it for yourself. And you know we're going to hook you guys up. We got a promo code. It's zoob 15 zub 15 You're going to get 15% off with that promo code. So go to the website today, www.farm2forkdelivery.ca and you're going to get yourself a nice discount with promo code ZOOB15. Guys, this is the premium meat delivery service for Ottawa, Montreal, and the GTA. The Farm 2 Fork difference. You will never go back to grocery store
0: meats. Today's episode is also brought to you by Bet Online. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. Literally, I go there every day, start my day, just take a peek at the line, see what's going on around the world of sports, not only in terms of hockey, but they have all sports. If you're looking at basketball, football, FIFA, the World Cup is heating up. I haven't really paid too much attention. And if you're like me and haven't since Canada lost out, well, no better way to get back into the action, coming down the stretch into the semifinals and into the final than going to check out our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is where more odds, news, scores, player performance, props—they literally, you can even listen to podcasts through BetOnline.net. They're the number one sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, and for good reason. It's Bet Online. It's where the game starts. All right, let's get to this week's Send Central Citizen. We're going down to the United States of America to chat with Zach. All right, we now welcome on this week's Send Central Citizen. It's Zach down in Texas. You can go follow him on Twitter at Kingdom Established. There's a couple vowels missing, but you can go find it
2: through our Twitter at Send Central. Zach, what's going on today, brother? Oh, it's, it's, uh, it feels like a must-win game tomorrow, maybe. Call it early, but, uh, man, I'm feeling good. Are there many Dallas Sens fans out there? Like, when you went to the game last year, were there a few? There was definitely a few, and it's surprising. I was actually at a game the Sens weren't playing, but I saw someone wearing a Senators jersey anyway, so... Nice. I don't know. We're down here.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. I feel like Dallas and Ottawa are... So different that it's hard to find like some sort of common ground for Sens fans to be there. So, Zach, that begs the question. How did you become a Sens fan, and what is a Sens fan doing down in Texas?
2: Yeah, it uh, it's a long story. So, I'm originally from Minnesota, <laughs> okay. but uh, moved down to Texas, um, and I didn't really follow sports until later in life, and so um, I was looking for a team, didn't really have any affiliation, and I was I was actually listening to the uh, Barstool podcast, Spitting Chiclets, and they were doing like a, it was like a couple years ago, and they were doing a, a full season preview, and um, one of the guys, I think it was RA, but no matter, one of the guys was like, man, you know, don't sleep on the auto centers, they got a bunch of young guys, um, people are kind of cutting kind them of out early, but they could be good, and so I called my buddy up. And I was like, hey, what are the betting odds for the Senators to make the playoffs? And he looked, <laughs> and he sent me, and it was like, I think it was like plus 3,000 or something. I'm like, wow, I'm going to take that all day, put 10 bucks <laughs> on it. What he, didn't, what he didn't tell me was that those odds to were actually to win the Cup, oh. not to make the playoffs. Okay. Um, but I'm a, I feel like I'm a pretty stubborn person so i was like i'm gonna watch i'm gonna watch all their games until they're out of the playoff hunt and uh just watching those games i think that was like three seasons ago watching all those games just made me fall in love with the team and uh you know got into it more and more um ever since that but that's kind of how it started
0: I love it so is that was that before covid or after
2: um that was i think that was the covid season actually okay. I, maybe it was the end of the end of the season before COVID and then into the COVID season. So before Timmy
0: got drafted, so you were starting to be a fan leading up to that yes, draft where they had three exactly. and five? Yeah. That's a good time. I That's know. A time. Yeah. Like yeah. really a changing, a changing of the chapters in Sen's yeah. history. Not that they've come out of a dark chapter, if you want to, you know, signal all uh-huh. of it. uh-huh. In the rebuild, but certainly like the new exciting players are starting to come in there. And yeah. more of the placeholders were moving along. The Brian Gibbons, the Oscar Lindbergh <laughs> for the world. But who was your first favorite Ottawa senator when you
2: started watching the team? Well, I mean, I think that's one of the things I love about the team is it is so easy to root for the guys. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's there's a bunch of sense players I've never wanted to succeed more at their sport just because, like, they're so likable. I feel like everyone's answer is, like, Timmy, you're one of those guys, but I was a big Tyler Ennis fan when he was nice. on the team. I feel like that's kind of random, but... I mean, best I ever lease him up. That's not random. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: That's awesome. So you mentioned uh, you moved from Minnesota. It, like, Minnesota, state of hockey. Did, yeah. Were you at least into hockey there? Is that where you got introduced? Did you play? Like, what's, uh, what's your kind of of uh, affiliation to hockey because if you're just looking for a fan of some team there's to be a million football teams or baseball teams you can yeah. check out down in Texas.
2: yeah yeah so i uh i never played on like the the high school team or anything but i feel like in minnesota i mean i'm sure it's the same in canada everyone plays pond and all that yep. so definitely played hockey all the time but um, i feel like minnesota is the state of high school hockey and Fair. it's only been recently that we've been good at at nhl level so when i was growing up there wasn't really anything to root for in in the minnesota wild so um but yeah no i love the sport i think probably one of my bigger regrets in life is not playing earlier because i mean it's just i'm convinced if you like you can't not love it if you go to a game <laughs> like who doesn't get fired up so how
0: did the game go last year when auto was down there
2: did they get the oh win? man if you want to get hyped go watch the replay it was so okay. good um it felt like the it felt like the offense was firing on all cylinders, kind of uh, you know, quick passes. Um we had a couple of good power play chances, I think, but uh it was a four one win and uh Ooh. Philly Forsberg sold that one. Or er, uh Gusterson. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh Gustafson. nice yeah, he that's a game. So, 38 saves. Yeah, it was a, it was an incredible game. I also got a story from that game actually. Let's hear it. Uh, So this was before – I'm wearing my Timmy jersey. But uh, before that, I just had a home jersey, no name on the back. And I was sitting, I don't know, probably 15 rows up from the glass, having a a ball in the middle of a bunch of Dallas fans. And every time I'd score, I'd get up and celebrate. And I think, you know, he was probably just frustrated or whatever with the stars. But the last time they scored, I was like, you know, going crazy. And everyone else around me was looking at me like, what are you doing? And a guy a couple rows back – Yelled at me like, hey, you don't even have a name on your jersey. Like, fake fan kind of thing. And so, got home and that night ordered this Timmy jersey. It like, nice. Showed off at the game tomorrow.
1: There you go. There you go. So, what's the atmosphere like uh, in Dallas for a hockey game? Like, are, are the crowds, yeah. like, super into it? Or is it more like an entertainment event? Or what's hockey culture like down there?
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting. I'm sure it's got to be probably one of the cheapest tickets in all okay. of NHL. I think if you go on a weekday and they're playing, um, you know, out of town teams from far away out of conference, you can get tickets for like under 10 bucks, Wow, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but the thing I like about it is there's, there's not really a bad seat in the stadium. It's not a massive stadium. Um I think it just depends. The atmosphere is kind of wishy-washy. It depends on the game, but, when you get down to the end of it because the stars are good this year too so i'm hoping it'll be a good competitive environment for sure yeah that's awesome
1: um now what uh what are you most excited about for this team now now that you've been following along you've got your timmy jersey you've you've got two sets you've got the home and the away one we'd love to see that you got your hat so you're decked out what are you excited for this team i know hasn't exactly been been the best uh, results lately but what gets you pumped up here
2: yeah as crazy as this sounds I feel like we're not playing anywhere near our ceiling yeah and so you know I am excited to look at a line with like what what was intended in the beginning you know bringing in to having Timmy like the puck handling that those guys can have and then just getting to watch them develop more. And I mean, like Timmy's not even 21 yet, is he? It's crazy. And so getting to watch those guys when they're actually hitting their ceiling and like feeling good about the game they're playing. Oh man, I cannot wait for that. When do you think it's going to happen? Man, I think, uh, I don't want to put a timeline on it, but I'll say this. I think that's going to start happening when we hit our stride early. And I don't, I, there's some things that probably need to happen for that to happen, but there's going to be, there's going to be very soon a season where we just feel good for the majority of it.
0: Oh, can't wait for that, man. And it, it'll <laughs> feel like you've earned it. Hey, like yeah. after through all of these tough times, exactly. sure, I like it. You're earning your stripes, you're earning what they call, I guess the Yankees, like you're earning your pink pinstripes. You're earning yeah. your laurels.
1: We'll call it Ross.
0: <laughs> yeah. That might have to make an, uh, a recurring appearance. On yeah. the show, Zach, is that uh, coming to Ottawa for a game on your bucket list?
2: Oh, definitely. We, uh, so personal news, got engaged, um, over the nice. summer. That and boys, yeah. all, I heard all the cool people
0: are getting engaged this summer.
2: <laughs> oh man. Um, so we were actually planning a, a honeymoon and we are we were trying to figure it out cause it's going to be in February, our wedding. That's and cool. for like half a second, we were talking about Canada. I'm like, <laughs> go to Ottawa, but, uh. We decided on Rome, actually. So, but definitely, definitely, uh, Ottawa game is on the bucket list. Sens, Centurion. Yeah. There Rome. you go. Gladiator. Hey. Have to bring the jersey. Take some picks. Yeah. You know what? I, I love Ottawa
0: more than, than most. February is not the time to come.
2: <laughs> okay. So, when, if, if I'm trying to go during the season, when is the best time to hit it?
0: Home opener is always like the best game of the year because it's eternal optimism. Everybody's zero, yeah. zero zero. I mean, you might have a couple of road losses, but you still feel good going in. Home opener is always like number one recommendation. If not, the only problem with the later on in the season is they could be out of it. But even yeah. still, if you if you hand pick like last year we came in for Montreal, that was a great team. The Montreal Toronto games are always great, but also a split in the crowd. So it's a little bit more mm. kind of you know college the yeah. atmosphere a little bit. But um yeah, I'd say anytime after like March March yeah. break. Cool. Down there, what do you think? Yeah,
1: April is decent, but Zach, you gotta go to home opener. Like I there's just like I I will vow to not miss a home opener ever again because the vibes are just so high. We've got to see W's each time we're there. The weather's not too bad. Like you gotta go to a home opener. That would be my suggestion.
0: Yeah, wow. but I mean, I, I feel like coming from Texas though, Pilsy, like he might want to be walking in with snow banks on either side, right? Like just yeah, for yeah. the one know, of the uh,
2: novelty of it. One of the biggest things I miss. I don't honestly. I don't know how long we'll be able to last in Texas because I miss the snow and like the yeah. seasons changing. Like it's literally like I think it's seventy-five degrees Fahrenheit outside right now, which is, I mean, completely different than what it was back home. Yeah you pulling up the uh yeah
0: quick math yeah that's 23 degrees it's minus 23 celsius where i am so in wow. winnipeg yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah well hey he's got a similar climate in minnesota so it's not uh not mm-hmm. too far True. off but no no doubt it's, it's a little bit different so it's uh yeah minus minus 13 fahrenheit where we're at right now man um, certainly a little chillier than than down in big d but Hey, what uh, what are you looking most forward to tomorrow night? Because, I mean, there's got to be at least, whether it's a player or a situation, we're going to also need to get a locked-on player from you, too.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, so, I think um, the thing I'm looking forward to most, I bought these tickets, like, right when they went on sale. Nice. And uh, the thing that's cool, I'm not sure how it is in, in most stadiums, but I think I think the way it works is you have like this home and away team walking out of the same hallway, and uh, in Dallas the home team walks out between the the two benches, but the away team has their own hallway, and yep. you can get seats right up against the the uh, railing. So that's where we're we're sitting, like four rows up, right against the railing, So get a front row seat to them taking the ice each period. So I'm, I think that's what I'm looking forward to most, and like just watching the game. Up close, I feel like it changes. You can hear them yelling at each other, calling for the puck. So I'm really looking forward to it.
0: We're going to need a boots on the ground picture for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, good, good.
1: Yeah. And and the thing, too, is, like, if you're not watching the games live, you don't get an appreciation for the speed and the size of these guys. Like, especially where you're going to be sitting, you're going to get to really feel how fast this game's going. The hits feel bigger. So that is awesome. Now, Zach, we'll, we'll leave you on this one. What it or who, I should say, is your locked on player for tomorrow night's game?
2: Um, so I think. Um, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Shabbat, I think. I think we're going to need a strong showing from defense, especially with, you know, goal scorer leader Jason Robertson going up against us. Um, so I think you know, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Shabbat just because, you know, Sanderson has been what we're talking about. Shabbat's coming back to his game. So really strong showing from it, I think will be, will be crucial tomorrow night.
0: I like that. Now, my final question for you, Zach is if DJ Smith taps you on the shoulder on his way into the rink tomorrow night and says, Hey, I need you on the bench. I need you to give me a piece of advice. What would you do to change up the misfortunes of this team? What's one, whether it's a lineup change or what that you'd go in there and be like, Hey, this might, this might
2: shake the chemistry up in the right way. Yeah, I've been thinking about that a lot. I think – uh I mean, you hate to break up Brady and Timmy, but I think I would give a shot at a top six of uh Brady, Giroux, and Shane Pinto. And then I guess 1B would be DeBrinckit, Timmy, and Batherson. I would look at that. I don't know if it works, but I have a feeling – just putting Timmy in to bring it together, I feel like can't end badly. So that's what I would look at. It, it
0: barely got a chance to get going. They played like exactly. one
2: season game together and DJ's like,
0: nope, nope. Nobody wants to shoot the puck. Makes no exactly. sense. Exactly.
2: exactly. So get those guys going. Just honestly, just like I said earlier, like find their ceiling. Cause it's going to be so fun to watch. I like yeah. that. Bells, you good? Yeah, I
1: mean, I'm I'm with you, Zach. Like that—that's what we all had at the second DeBrinket was traded for. We're all like, he's gonna be with Timmy. It's gonna be amazing, and we haven't got to see that. So, although I'm nervous about breaking up that top line because it's the only line that's scoring, I would rather have one of three clicking than zero, or one of four clicking than rather than zero four. But you got to try to shake things up and get your elite sniper going. So, I I like the move, Zach. I like it.
2: Yeah. 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 We love it.
0: Okay, we're gonna need uh, we're gonna need a full report from you tomorrow night. Well, whether it, you're the only sense fan in the barn or if Neville Gallimore from the Cowboys is there again, that was <laughs> hilarious.
2: Yeah, Thanks. that was awesome.
0: Actually, run us through your perspective of that before we go, because he was at the game on the Dumbo. Yeah. You see him rocking like the half and half look. That was yeah, hilarious.
2: yeah, it was funny. I think they picked him because I knew like he's like oh this is a big this is a big guy a big name. Um, but uh, you could tell that he didn't want the star jersey on. He was huge. <laughs> you could tell. That's awesome, man.
0: All right. Well, we're looking forward to a full report from you. Everyone can follow you on Twitter at Kingdom Established. It's Zach. He's rocking the full draft day gear. He's got the jersey, the hat. He's ready mm-hmm. for a big sense win tomorrow night. Thanks for being a citizen, brother. We appreciate you.
2: Yeah, thank you, guys. It's been awesome.
0: Stick taps to Zach for joining us. Can't wait to see his point of view from tomorrow night's game. He said he's going to make sure to send that out on Twitter. What a cool story. eh, Pills, for him being a Sens fan?
1: That's so awesome. I mean, uh, yeah, shout out to Zach. Uh, You love hearing Sens fans that don't have like a geographical connection or their family didn't get them into it. Like he just, he heard they were a hot up and coming team and hey, Let's, let's buy into it. And he bought into it. So uh, definitely that was a fun conversation. And, uh, Ross, that's why we do these Send Central Citizens. Like we want to hear those cool stories. We want to hear the different ways that people uh, somehow found themselves cheering for this organization. So that was awesome. Make sure uh, you give Zach
0: a follow on Twitter. So an up-and-coming organization has to churn out prospects time and time again. Now, we know the Senators have graduated a lot of their prospects playing for the big club right now, and a lot of them had big roles at the World Juniors, from Tim Stutzla to Brady Kachuk, and the Drake list goes on, and on Don't know if you heard, but Shane Pinto won best forward at the World Juniors over Cole Caulfield. That takes still ice cold by me right now. Shane <laughs> yeah, it's won tough for, in now. The last five games. for now. For now. For now. For yeah. now. But... Right now, we've got world junior rosters. Yesterday, we talked about Tyler Boucher yep. and about Zach Ostapchuk being named to the preliminary roster. So there's still five cuts, I believe, at forward. And, and we know Ostapchuk, a returnee. like He's all but locked in, versatile, plays all three forward positions, defensive-minded. But Team Sweden has named their roster, and they've only named 13 forwards. Oscar Pedersen, you are coming to Atlantic Canada. For the world juniors. We absolutely love to see it. Our first friend of the show being named to the world juniors.
1: Yeah. Shout out pistol Pete. I mean, I for me <laughs> nice. For me, it was not much of a surprise though. Like we talked about, he's playing on a line with Leo Carlson. And the big thing is that shows that the Swedish kind of hockey program believes in him is he's getting Big minutes in the SHL like to play over 10 minutes at his age at the Swedish uh, top pro league level is a massive accomplishment. And it shows that coaching staffs are willing to trust him in big situations and that he's not one of those young prospects that's making a lot of mistakes and he's getting put on the bench here. So Oscar Pedersen, love to see that he's with Team Sweden.
0: Absolutely love it. So are we cheering for Team Sweden then? Or just cheering for Oscar Pedersen? I
1: mean, I I cannot cheer for anyone uh, more than Canada, the red and white. You gotta love it. But if we're in a situation where Canada's not in it anymore, yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll cheer for the blue and blue and gold or blue and yellow, whichever uh, whichever you prefer. There.
0: I should have said second though, because Tyler Boucher is also a friend of the show. So he hasn't been named to the official team yet, but it'd be great to have both those guys there
1: yeah I mean I you only cheer for Team USA if Canada is out of it. like that's uh
0: that's tough. And just while we're talking about uh, about Sens prospects, a guy we missed on Monday's rundown, as we do every Monday, we go through the list of Ottawa Senators prospects and how they've been doing in the last week. Our boy Lats Pilsy has been flying under the radar as a point per game player in the WHL. so just want to give him a quick shout out there.
1: Shout out the mayor,
0: Carson Latimer. Goal and an assist this weekend. I missed a game on Saturday night. He was in Winnipeg, scored a goal. That's unfortunate. He owes me a stick, so I'll have to go next time they're in town. Uh, All right, final thoughts. Oh, before we get to that, sends abroad, hashtag sends abroad. Chris Tierney, point per game player in the NHL this year.
1: Hey, you know what? Good for him. Like, I, I never had any ill feelings towards Chris Tierney. It's just, it was painfully obvious that he was not going to work under DJ Smith. Like his game just did not reflect the way DJ wanted to play. The contract didn't make sense. So I, I hope he does well in Florida. I really do.
0: Yeah. One assist, one game played under seven minutes, but the Panthers got the loss in Winnipeg. And the reason why I bring that up is shout out to Winnipeg because they had the Brady's better chance going. We mentioned the postcast, but that was all time. I mean, Keith Kachuk was a captain here in Winnipeg for for a number of years. They've seen Brady score eight goals in 16 games against the Winnipeg Jets. I guess they prefer that to Matthew Kachuk, who avoided a spearing penalty. I don't know how yesterday. They called it a slash. It was a textbook spear. So uh, the Winnipeg faithful has decided that they prefer Brady just like we do, Pills. Yeah, I
1: mean, smart people in Winnipeg, Ross.
0: We'll see if uh, it's a Matthews better chance on December 20th, though. (laughs)
1: yeah the panthers coming to town or what what's the situation there
0: the sands are coming to town oh well i would hope they don't chant matthews better at that point otherwise you're gonna have a word oh we will i'll be wearing my brady kachuk jersey for that game all right final note from today we just heard from claire hannah she's a little busy doing some prep so we will not be having her on tomorrow's show we're working on a few things but you can guarantee that we've got a full game day preview coming tomorrow and then after the game in the postcast, as we do after each and every Ottawa Senators game, the postcast is brought to you by the Glebe Central Pub. We just want to say thank you to our sponsors as well. Farm two fork delivery. Make sure it's the number two that you type in, farm2forkdelivery.ca. And go grab a bundle. And we've got a giveaway coming. We're going to start the giveaway next week, early next week. We're going to give it away on a postcast as well. This is a big one. Farm to Fork is going to give away a holiday meal for four. You'll have a choice, whether it's turkey or ham. That is getting into the holiday spirit. So shout out to our friends at Farm to Fork. Pilsy, final thoughts on today's show.
1: It's it's a disappointing start uh, to to the dad trip. That's for sure. You thought that would give them a little bit more of a boost here. But – how many more games do the dads come along with here? Two more, two. So, and
0: Keith Kachuk definitely handpicked the destinations.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you you gotta you gotta have a better result here in these next two games in front of the dads. So th- that's what I'll say is maybe it's a good thing they had that bad one to start, so now they've got extra motivation to keep it going for the next two.
0: All right, I know I'm going to be touching up on my Ottawa Senators money line at Bet Online and. My final thoughts is, shout out Thomas Shabbat. Honestly, this guy, we were we were a little hard on him. He was going through a slump at the start of the season. Man, he has been unbelievable. Outside of the 3-1 loss to the Rangers, he has a point in six straight. So obviously that's wow. split in half. He's got two three-game point streaks. Not trying to put these together, but he's playing a ton of hockey. He's playing out of his mind and really helping the Ottawa Senators, who have still won four of their last six games. We'll see if they can continue that. They've actually won five of their last seven when Thomas Shabbat's in the lineup and they have points in six of their last eight with Thomas Shabbat in the lineup. So hopefully that can continue as this show will continue tomorrow. But for today, we say goodbye for Brandon Piller. I'm Ross Levitan. And this has been the locked on senators podcast, your team every day.